0: The Rudy Giuliani Show.
1: Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani bringing you the Rudy Giuliani Show. So let's begin right off the top of the news with they can't find out who brought the cocaine into the White House? I'm going to try to be as serious as possible about this. Because Actually, it is very serious. But I want you to consider that this is supposed to be one of the most secure locations in the United States. Maybe the only thing more secure would be a nuclear base or maybe a secret base we're not supposed to know about at all. Or some of the places where the government could be moved God forbid, in case of massive attack. So beyond that, this is about as secure as it gets. And it better be because there are all kinds of reasons why terrorists, crazy people, would want to compromise this place. And uh, try, try and steal things from it. Uh, try and create chaos there. Try to blow it up. Try to spread uh, a disease. The the the, possi- the variables involved in this investigation are contained now. What do I mean by that? So well, the toughest kind of investigation is obviously where it's very very hard to to put a um, a box around the investigation. In other words, these are your set of facts, and um, if you pretty much have that, you got about ninety percent of it, and you got about a ninety percent chance of of solving the case. Um, but let's say, you know, you find a body in the middle of a very crowded area. Uh, there, there's no gun left behind. Uh, there's no fingerprints. There are no, um, there are, there's no apparent DNA uh, to be had. And, um, uh, and it happened, you know, in the middle of the night, nobody was there as far as you know. So now you have a whole big, big city, New York, 8 million people. Even at night, it's going to be a couple million people that possibly did this Uh, you begin with a guy that's not well known maybe from out of town and this is a very tough investigation now contrast that with what they have they have a place in which theoretically everybody that comes in there is identified it's found uh, ultimately after lying twice which is by the way something you got to figure out how that happened because that might help you solve it somebody lied twice about where the, these uh, uh, this cocaine was found. You, you can't be mistaken about this. This is something where you lie, so you, you don't mistake the library for the uh, for the cubby box outside of um, outside of the uh, secure room a floor below, or the uh, waiting room because it was placed in all three places. Originally, library, changed to waiting room. That's both on the first floor. Ultimately, in a locker, a small cubbyhole locker where you put things, uh, if you're going to go into uh, the Situation Room or other parts of the White House. So that means this was under lock and key with a number assigned to it. There should be names assigned to that box. So you should be able to go back and see who used it last. Now, the person who used it last probably is not the person who did it because they're not going to put their name there, but it probably is the person before the person who did it. So you see how you've limited it already? You've limited it in time. When did that person use the box? When did they take their thing out? And from that point on is the point that the cocaine could be put into the the locker. It's got to be limited to a few days of investigation. Uh, During that period of time, there were hundreds of people in the White House, not hundreds of thousands, not thousands, hundreds, hundreds of people are not an unmanageable investigation. You have the cocaine. We don't know enough about what else we have. Uh, We've got a bag, I assume. Do we have any paper with it? Do we have any wrapping with it? Uh, Do we have any uh, 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 fingerprints with it? Do we have any DNA with it? Do we have any um, uh, hair with it? Um, Do we have any recollection of people in and out of there, uh, seeing people use it? Uh, Has to be we've got something. And then you limit it to the people that conceivably could have been there during that one or two or at most three-day period. And you uh, call them all in and interview them. And you offer them the opportunity to take a polygraph test. And uh, you you, you tell them you want to take a drug test. Let's see what they say. Because the ones that say no go on my list, right? And now we go figure out their history. Who are they? Are they likely drug users? Are they likely drug dealers? Is there a little uh, drug thing going on in the White House? I, uh, don't get shocked. This is a group of left-wing hippie types, I mean, some of them around, around Biden. They're uh, very open about the fact that they think drugs should be legalized. This isn't a group of, you know, uptight <laughs> kids or people who, who, who find drugs dangerous so you shouldn't use them or... It's a terrible mistake. You know, it can affect your brain. These are people who basically are advertising and, and pushing people to use drugs. These are largely the Biden people, Are largely the people who think marijuana should be uh, open and legal, uh, probably think all drugs should be taken out of the uh, criminal category. I'm not going to say all of them look at it that way, but there obviously are people, progressives in the White House, who believe that. So let's figure out who they are. And are there a couple of really big drug users? There, we got one, right? We know we got one of the biggest drug users in the United States. There, Hunter Biden. Do we really think he stopped using drugs? If you do, you don't understand uh, the nature of uh, a thirty-year massive degenerate drug habit, which is what the um, pictures uh, that we have in abundance show you. Shows you a man that appears to be using cocaine every hour of the day uh, in the most indiscreet ways I'm in front of in front of young people uh, with no clothes on uh, in closets uh, driving automobiles where he could endanger and kill people this is an, this is a without doubt out of control this is not just a drug addict not just a drug user this is an out of control user of cocaine gotta be right on the top of the suspect list come on even just to rule him out, he's got to be on top of the suspect list. None of this was done. There's a complete cover-up. I mean, they are just spitting your face. They're, co- they're covering up millions of dollars in bribes. We've known about this for years now. Biden could have been investigated for this and prosecuted three years ago. Let we, yet we let him become president of the United States. Hunter should be in jail five times. This is just symbolic of uh, just how crooked we've become. And I must say, uh, it does raise the question legitimately now. if The Secret Service really can't solve this rather simple case with all the limitations I've, you know, that exist in it. Maybe they should all, we should bring some new people in. I mean, how good a job are they doing protecting them? If they can't figure out, they don't even have any suspects. I can't imagine any police department in America investigating this that wouldn't have three or four suspects. And they close the investigation after, what, two weeks, three weeks? I never close an an investigation unless it's solved. You don't close an investigation that isn't solved of penetration of one of the most secure areas in the United States. You want to know how this was done to protect this. And if they don't give a damn about Biden, I give a damn about the next one that comes in there. What the hell is going on? The Secret Service can't solve cocaine in the White House? Gosh, bring in the NYPD. I know the Secret Service. I don't mean to push on them. They're very good. I know they can solve this. I know this is a lie. I know this is a cover-up. And I know they're afraid of what they're going to find. Because, and it may not just be Hunter. There may be a drug problem in the White House. I wouldn't discount that, would you? I mean, we know that Joe is demented, but if he wasn't demented, it looks like he's on drugs most of the time anyway. I mean, did you see him walking with King Charles? It was an embarrassment to the United States. Every second it looked like he was going to fall on his face like a drunk. Boom, right down. He grabs on the guy's coat. He grabs on King Charles's coat, walks in front of him. He was lucky he didn't step on his shoes. During that episode, you look at that face. And there's the face of a man that doesn't have too many brain cells left they're deteriorating quickly now, i don't know what the Democrats are going to do when um sometime in the next eight months this guy can't talk anymore like uh, I don't know what they're gonna do they're gonna br- bring in uh they're gonna bring in uh, uh the, the jerk from California who now who now uh, they're working on uh, seeing if they can get the penalties for pedophilia down even more. They want to. They want to be the pedophile capital of America. I mean, they're the capital for a lot of other crap, and they want to be the capital for pedophilia. Uh, there's a big movement now to see if they can get it down even further. What I mean, what is this thing with pedophilia anyway? What what is this? Uh, the, these these Democrats who think that it's treated too harshly or. And are all after the movie, uh, like it's some kind of a right-wing. When did it become right-wing to want to protect children? You know, when it became right-wing to protect children? When the Democrat Party got taken over by an evil man and his family. Because he is an evil man. Just go ask his granddaughter. Rudy Giuliani, and we'll be right back. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you on uh, the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, let's, listen to, uh, let's listen to the president tell us um, the greatest threat to humanity. It's always important, you know, priorities are the uh, key to governing. And the leader, the mayor, the governor, the president sets priorities. My priority was reducing crime uh, until we got crime reduced. And then it moved on to other things like reducing welfare and um, uh, improving children's health. And, uh, you know, it, it changes with what you're presented with. But let's see what, you know, this is Biden's priority and he announces it. Uh, in Lithuania, and and I must say, uh, credit to Biden, he actually gets this sentence out.
2: Vladimir and I, we, the, I should, shouldn't be so familiar, uh, Mr. Zelensky and I. Uh...
1: Well, that was a different one, but uh, that's the one I wanted to play for you next. But not, now that you heard it, you realize he doesn't know Zelensky's first name. It's Vladimir, not Vladimir. Now that's a small difference, but it is important. And he has been working with him forever and ever under tremendous pressure. I mean, and, and, and of course, again, 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 how many times have we said this a thousand times since he's been president? If it was just this one, a one every three months, or it's normal. When there are five, six a day, and there are, you just don't hear them. And I get tired of, of, of I mean, I can't do anything else if I kept up with his screwing around and uh, this is ridiculous he doesn't know uh, Zelensky's n- name the one I wanted to play was two however P- can we play uh, two
0: you know we're
1: almost must of the common will
0: to, to actually address the existential threat of accelerating climate change it's real it's serious we don't have a lot of time it is the the single greatest threat to humanity
1: do you really believe that? Now, he, I don't think he's capable of forming an opinion on this. But I, this is the Democratic uh, nonsense. And it's, uh, it is completely bankrupting us because we're spending ridiculous amounts of money on it. It's making uh, particular Democrats and their interests very rich. It's uh, moving money uh, a la Marx from uh, rich countries to poor countries. And it's just plain not supportable in the way they say it is. Of course there's climate change. The question is how much of an impact do human beings have on it? Can we change that impact? Or would it be better for us and cost us considerably less money so we could work on other more important priorities that affect human survival? To adapt to the changes that the climate will make, as we have been doing for I don't know a hundred thousand years I don't know how long has the Earth been here Ted Ted knows because Ted um, Ted's a genius and he knows exactly how long the Earth has been here
2: a a very very long time
1: <laughs> that was that was as scientific as they see that Biden that's about as scientific as they get in the Biden administration. But the earth has been here a long time. I mean, billions of years. Yeah, and, and, and we've been adapting, you know? Like, And then we, we lose a few things along the way, like the dinosaurs, you know? Let's not get too upset when we lose a few things. I mean, that happens. But, I mean, there aren't any number of books that probably you're not allowed to read that really rip apart not the fact that there is, clim- of course there's climate change. Maybe not even the fact that the Earth is warming a bit, as it has in the past. It gets warmer and colder. But what they rip apart is to bankrupt ourselves, to actually think about cutting off the sun so that the Earth doesn't get any, any, uh, uh, any uh, uh, warmer. Actually try to cut off the sun. They're working on that. This whole uh, electric car thing is going to turn out to be a liberal joke. It's going to cost more to do it than they think. But here's an even more interesting part. If, in fact, carbon has something to do with this, which well, I don't think it does really, but if it does, the whole way in which they're going to produce the electricity for the cars is going to probably come close to doubling, uh, particularly in having to extract cobalt. From uh, what seventy percent of cobalt comes from the Congo, where they use child labor for the cobalt. Well, this is Rudy Giuliani, and we'll be back, and uh, we'll move on from the Democrat hypocrisy to um, Eric, who speaks to God Adams. Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back again uh, with the Rudy Giuliani show. You know, uh, we spent a lot of time, uh, I think, uh, showing you in any number of ways how uh, our president is uh, in an earlier time would be described as non compass mentis, which was a legal term for being out of your mind. Uh, I'm not going to review all of the situations, the dead people he thought he talked to and uh, I mean it's just if it, it, if you don't see it I can't, sh- I can't show it to you you got a block, you got some kind of mental block against it because you're some kind of a brainwashed Democrat or you don't want to believe it or you hate Trump so much that if you admit that uh, Biden is demented somehow Trump will be president or whatever it is but Put all that aside and sometimes just take a look at him and, and uh, I don't know, go to, your local, go to your local nursing home and everybody there is in better shape than him. That's about the way to do it. So let's go on to another guy that I think is beginning to lose it. I was just talking to Greg on the way out about that. I think Adams is starting to go uh, wacky, cracky. <laughs> it began when he first told us that he talked to God. Not bad if he talked to God. The problem is that God talked back to him. I mean, I don't know. That used to be like one of the things they put down as uh, one of the criteria for going to get a checkup at Bellevue if you start hearing God talking to you. But, uh, well, God God talks to him. And now the mayor tells us that there really isn't a crime problem in the city. Now, he picked a bad day for it, or is there a good day? I don't know. I mean, there was the guy uh, yesterday in Times Square uh, wielding a knife all around the place. There's a picture here in the post of him wielding the knife, and uh, luckily they were able to subdue him. Uh, Adam says the media causes this. Um, Unless the media paid this guy to do it, doesn 't seem to me this has much to do with the media, and by the way i 'm willing to blame the media for anything unless it 's untrue. <laughs> this is untrue. The media is not the cause of the crime in new York they may be some of the, they may be the cause of the corruption in America, but they 're not the cause of the crime in New York uh, in the Bronx. Uh, Norma Solis, with her son Dylan and diego uh, <laughs> Was shot for no reason uh, uh, the other day in Kingsbridge Heights. Uh, Two sons were shot and hit, one one more seriously than the other, uh, for no reason. This is one of the problems with when he says, oh, crime used to be much worse. Uh, Statistically, Adams is correct. But in terms of the boldness of crimes, I'm telling you, having lived through both, right, and uh, have done a hell of a lot more about crime than he's ever done and understanding it a hell of a lot better. There's something about the nature of the crime now that's much bolder, much uh, more challenging to authority, much less amenable to authority. Um, this might sound strange, but we may have had uh, 2,200 murders and uh, even some remnants of the mafia and things like that. But they were afraid of the cops. So you, you could, if the cops showed up, they wouldn't keep looting the store. Now, I mean, the comp, comp, cops are almost irrelevant to criminals. Because even if they do get arrested, somebody like Bragg uh, will let them go free. Now, even Bragg is telling Adams that he's worried about crime, that it is an immediate thing. He says his mother is afraid to go on the subways. Jesus, I mean, somebody should tell uh, Mother Bragg that her son is one of the reasons for that. Gee, Mama Bragg, I mean, will you talk to him? Maybe if your son did his job, you wouldn't be as afraid of going on the subways. Like he put the people in jail who, um, oh, didn't pay their fares. Do you know that reduces crime on the subways? The broken windows theory has been proven over and over again to be an enormously reliable way of reducing crime and quickly. So we had Norma Solis and her kids that get shot. We had the Lyft uh, driver who was uh, seriously, uh, seriously wounded with an, a knife. A lot of these crimes are happening with knives now. Maybe the crackdown on guns and they're moving over to knives. I don't know, but uh, it seems to me like there's been a, a, a a bit of an increase in the knife in the knifings that are going on. Um, Then there was a rock attack in in Chelsea yesterday and the cops did nothing about it. A 67 year old uh, uh, artist and dancer who didn't want to be identified said that the police didn't try to catch her assailant, even though he was still in sight. And uh, the detective on the case told her that the cops were new on the job I guess they don't teach you to chase criminals at the police academy anymore. you got to be on the job for about three years to figure that out. I don't know what that's all about. And then uh, the Post has a group of uh, random New Yorkers who tell you how frightened they are of crime in New York, and then they have a poll that has the percentage up to 87% of New Yorkers think crime is either a very or a a somewhat serious problem, 87%. That's about as high as it can get, because almost nothing is unanimous. In the face of all of this, our mayor, who talks to God, goes on Fox 5, number 12, and says the following.
0: Forty-one percent of New Yorkers say they have never been so on edge about their own safety. Uh, Eighty-seven percent of New Yorkers think crime is either a very or somewhat serious problem. Why do New Yorkers feel that way?
2: Well, let's think about it for a moment. How do they start their day? Uh, they start their day picking up the uh, the news, uh, the, the morning papers. They sit down and they see some of the most horrific events that uh, may happen throughout the previous day. Uh, it plays on your psyche. We're clear on that. Uh, but my mission is to move people from what they felt to what they're feeling. And no one can take away the fact this city is humming. Uh, as you walk the streets, you go to Times Square, you're back on our subway, we peaked at 4 million riders. Uh, we're seeing people getting back out, enjoying our parks. So we know it's, it's, it's going to take a time. But if you lead off every day with some of the horrific incidents that take place in a city with 8.5 million people, there's a feeling that you have, but the officers are back out there. They're seeing them. They're conversating. Our restaurants are humming. The city has returned, and we are really proud of what the men and women of the police department are doing. I mean, uh, this, is, this is ridiculous.
1: I mean, basically, his aunt, he should talk to Biden. His answer is censorship. The press shouldn't cover the crimes that are committed. <laughs> we should make believe there's no crime. We should make believe that that horrific story that they hear in the morning actually didn't happen. The person didn't get thrown on the subway or the uh, little old lady didn't get banged in the head for no reason. Or uh, the rape didn't take place. Or the guy with the knife wasn't running all around Times Square trying to knife people. I mean, that's, that's absolutely absurd what he's saying and gives you an idea of why we're in such bad shape. I mean, he's got some crime numbers down, but he's also got some crime numbers up. For example, retail theft is going through the roof. Records, records, records. Assault is going up again, although not shootings. And the beginning of this month of July, although June crime was down, the beginning of the month of July has been horrendous and crime is up. So it isn't as if he's got... Oh, the kind of numbers I had, you know, 20 percent declines, 30 percent declines, ultimately 65 percent before I gave it to Bloomberg, who continued it. He hasn't even come close to anything like that, nor has he had a really successful crime strategy. And if the strategy is the media is doing it, well, then the answer, I guess, is censorship. I don't think God told him that somehow I. I think God knows more about crime than to have told him that. So let's go to um, let's go to uh, Tony in New Jersey.
3: Hello, my favorite mayor. God bless you. Thank you for all you do. Well, thank and you, Tony. Angels are holding you up every day. You're 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 our inspiration, and I'm sorry you have to go through all that. You're well, being you're very very kind, forever. I'm I'm
1: doing fine. Don't worry. So what's up? What's up?
3: So you know, I was. I was brought up during Watergate, I voted for Nixon. And so when I look at all that's going on, I think there's a group of players that go right up to the top. And of course, we're looking at everything from inside out. But one of the people I'm looking at is an Annie Tomasini, who was listed in the post, I I love the post, and it lists people who are in the White House, who are somehow connected with what's going on. And Annie Tomasini, was listed as being on the Hunter Biden laptop. She um, is her job is director of operations of but where the Oval Office, which is where initially or eventually they said remember the crack the cocaine was,
0: mm-hmm.
3: and it says that she's mentioned on um, and I I connect with uh, the Speaker of the House because anything that I think is important I tell them and I think that if they Speak to more individuals inside the White House instead of staying with the top people. You know, eventually they'll find out stuff. And the Post said that Annie Tomasini, who is the director at this Oval Office of Operations, knew Hunter Biden. She was on the laptop. And she also, by the way, was invited to all these little huddles at Camp David recently, just before this all hit the fan. And so you know it's amazing to me Mayor how nobody knows how to follow the
1: weeds. Well, yeah, you know, I, I uh, th- this is a ridiculous investigation for 3 weeks or 4 weeks and it's ridiculous uh, w we, we didn't even get a suspect out of it. I mean I've never heard I mean obviously there got to be a couple of suspects. And and here here's another question that we're entitled to know the answer to and this is why they don't want to do the investigation. Is Hunter Biden using drugs now? Right. I mean it would be it would be I mean I would I would say the odds are very strongly in favor of the, of the fact that he is if you look at his whole life which I get a chance to do with the hard drive right he's rarely ever been off drugs he has he has gone through rehab and gone back bare minimum 10 times so uh what I mean what happened I mean he he didn't talk to god Adams did so uh, basically there's nothing to suggest that he isn't following the same pattern that he's followed his entire life you'd say oh he's in the white house now so he'll clean himself up his father put him in the military illegally really by pulling strings he couldn't stay clean long enough uh, and he blew the first test so this is a guy that is a serious drug guy. this is not like he's a drug addict uh, on and off. This is a guy who's dedicated his life to using uh, uh, drugs. And uh, I'm not exaggerating it. The pictures will tell the story. The, in, the, the, the rehabs in and out will tell the story. Uh, so you would have to begin an investigation assuming that he's still using drugs. Now, if he's using drugs, he's getting it somewhere. Which means he's probably getting them in the streets of Washington. Who's his? Who's his connection? Why don't we find out? Let's see when's the last time he bought some, uh, is, and then let's see what it was. Can we can we link that quality to the quality of his, of his a uh, 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 drug dealer? But to to write him off the. I mean, you have drugs found in the White House. You have a massive drug user living in the White House. And you don't run him down? I mean, this is a, a lot more important than protecting Joe Biden. This is protecting the White House. I mean, that is, that is criminal. They just changed the name to anybody else. Drugs found in the White House. There's one person in the White House who's clearly the biggest drug user in the White House. And nobody runs them down. Nobody tries to figure out, is he still using drugs? Well, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with the mayor's final thoughts. And then we'll be coming back for another half hour. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back uh, with you, yes, with the mayor's final thoughts. Sponsored by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Tunnel to Towers is there for those uh, uniformed members, military and civilian, who are injured uh, seriously and catastrophically in the line of duty or who lose their lives. And Tunnel to Towers will be there to make sure that the mortgage on the home is paid off, to make sure that they have the services that they need, the kind of home they might need if they're seriously impaired to make their life as as, as uh, normal and as independent as possible this is this is something they deserve and it's something you want to participate in as a loyal american 11 dollars a month tunnel to towers let's get it done come on they need they the more people that contribute to this the more homes we can build for real heroes well uh, yesterday, we we were really uh, kind of shocked, I think, with the testimony of the director of the FBI, uh, particularly those of us who grew up at a period of time in which the FBI was bigger than life, and um, then I, beyond that, I spent a good deal of my life working with them on some of the biggest cases they ever had. I prosecuted them. Uh, and my connections with the FBI are <laughs> for many years and very deep. Uh, as I've told you before, I was elected G-Man of the Year five years ago. Um, to see what's happened to it is heartbreaking. And to see the damage it does to my country is even more heartbreaking. Because uh, when the world looks at us now, you know, 20 years ago, the world looked at us and said, oh, they have a system of justice that isn't perfect. But gee, it works a lot better than just about any other, because at least people, whether they're rich or poor, Republicans or Dem- Democrats, they're pretty much treated the same. I mean, we had the racial issue, and we've overcome a good deal of that. If don't know that we've overcome all of it, but we've re- overcome a good deal of it so that where We were a system of justice in which you, you got judged based on whether you, whether you were innocent or guilty, not based on whether you were white or black or Republican or Democrat. We don't have that now. We would be lying to ourselves if we thought that. And if we were lying to ourselves, it still wouldn't do any good because we're not going to be able to lie to the world. They see. They can see what happened to Trump on a ridiculously silly case about the moving around of documents that a president decides is classified or not. And then they see what what has happened to the Bidens with one crime after another, unseemly amounts of money from China, Uh, gun crimes, drug crimes. And now, I mean, a fear of investigating cocaine in the White House. They're afraid to investigate it. They're afraid to investigate because they don't want to know what happened. You know, even if even if these drugs don't come from Hunter. To investigate this properly, you have to investigate Hunter because he has to be a suspect. Until you find someone who did it. I mean, you have drugs in the White House and uh, you you first figure out all the people that could potentially be the person who did it which can be done. It's a large number, but not for an investigator, not impossible. I've investigated cases with 50 times more than that. But you've got to put him on the top. Right now, going in, at least all of us on the outside, I assume there are other drug users in, the, in a Biden White House, but I don't know who they are. I'll find out quick. But I know one, and he's a big one. And I'm not going to assume he's not on drugs. I'm going to assume just the opposite until I can prove it. Because it'd be, it'd be unusual that he wasn't on drugs. Now, if that hasn't been run down, they haven't done an investigation. If they haven't figured out, is he on drugs? Does he have a source? Where's the source? Now let's go talk to the source and see what kind of drugs they've been selling him lately. Similar to what they found in the White House or not? I don't know. You don't have much of a detective to figure that out, do you? Want to bet our Secret Service didn't do that? Because we do not have an honest investigatory system any longer or an honest system of justice. That's a tragedy. Only way you're going to change that is kicking them the hell out of the White House in 24. Mm-hmm. All the bums, all the crooks. All the perverts, out. That's what we're going to be working on. God bless America. Talk to you tomorrow. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, and I'm uh, substituting for Bo Snertley, a.k.a. James Golden, my good friend who's uh, on vacation this week and will be back on Monday. And until then, you've got me for the first half hour. And then uh, next half hour, we begin uh, a a bit early. Cats and Cosby, a great panel discussion that's here every every uh, every weekday, uh, usually between five and six. And they get an extra half hour, which is great because they got a lot of people who want to talk on that show and they break a lot of news. So we have uh, some calls left from our discussion earlier, and why don't we go to Steve in Brooklyn?
4: I wish subject. you could grow down younger in age so we could re-elect you.
1: I wish I could for all sorts of reasons, but that's great.
4: <laughs> we, you and I once spoke about the Intrepid Aircraft Carriers hospital ship, if you remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Here, you know, um, Mayor Eric Adams famously in running said he was dyslexic, so I think what he really meant is not that he spoke with God, but rather with dog. <laughs> I don't know what he meant. Um, he, there are times God. I don't know whether Eric. I, I think he, rather than Elwick, he should be Elmer, uh, Elmer. perhaps Elmer, <laughs> a, a, a hybrid of Elmer Fudd, rabbit, uh, 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 to um, Elmer Gantry, who I have spoken with God. Oh I have my God! With the Lord, and you remember Elmer Gantry? Of
1: course, uh, Bert Lancaster played.
4: Exactly. Yeah. Um, I can't stand the mayor. I think half of the public was conned by him, and th- this is what worries me. Our, po- our population, even if it's 51% to 49, or even 52, half of the population of the United States and of New York has no discernment left. There is no judgment. It's not the candidates that are the problem. It's the, the populace that has been collectively dumbing down and losing its mind. I really called you, though, about the Secret Service, getting to a serious matter, if it's okay with you. Sure.
1: The the latter was serious, too, but go ahead.
4: Yeah. um, Yeah. What's on my mind especially, everybody speaks of the Secret Service with the definite article. The fact is that there are different details of Secret Service depending on who they are protecting. For example, uh, you above all people know there's one detail – protecting Joe, Joe Biden right now. Uh-huh. There's another detail protecting former President Trump, another one, uh, Obama, and so on. What's really needed, the The Secret Service agents need to be able to communicate with their correspondents in the other groups. Because if, if a Trump secret, circuit, ser, secret Service man talks with a Biden Secret Service man, a lot of information will come out for the greater um, informing of the public and for reasons unknown. And by the way, it can be done on their off hours, but wouldn't it make sense to have them testify in pairs or in blocks with each other?
1: Well, I mean, you run into a, a this is a serious enough case, meaning uh, Biden's selling out to China. And I mean, we're talking about an extraordinarily unusual and serious case. Maybe the most serious in American history in terms of corruption by an American president. Uh, The idea of questioning the Secret Service about their um, protectee kind of cuts into the kind of confidence that a president or ex-president has to have in the people who are protecting him and his family. And you don't want that to be normal. You don't want whatever little whatever kind of gossip they've picked up or obviously if it's a violation of the law that's different but there are a lot of things that are uh wrong or embarrassing that they're going to know that they they're they're usually very very good at keeping those private and it has to remain that way otherwise people aren't going to take protection um so I don't know I I mean It would have to be for very specific subjects. For example, I really would like to see how they investigated this. I want to see if it's a real investigation. If they did not run down whether Hunter is presently an addict and buying drugs, then they didn't do an investigation. You, you can't have investigated uh, who put the drugs in the White House if you don't investigate the biggest drug user in the White House and you let him out because he's the president's son, like they're letting him out of millions of dollars in bribery and uh, illegally possessing a gun and uh, millions of dollars in money laundering and 170 suspicious uh, uh, foreign transactions and uh, Uh, foreign bank accounts. and I mean, they're letting him out of everything. But it's one thing to do that, which is totally illegal and says we're a corrupt government. But now you've got a very specific breach of security. The the only way to, you cannot possibly investigate this without going through Hunter Biden. I am not saying he's the source, but I'm saying he could be. And uh, they, they obviously have no one else. So if you did a good faith investigation of this, and it wasn't that the Secret Service is basically corrupt and corrupted by the Bidens, there'd be a full and complete investigation of Hunter Biden. He'd be interviewed. People around him would be interviewed. The Secret Service around him would be interviewed. Is he getting drugs now? And if he is, then you've got to run down where is he getting them? Who is he getting them from? And if you can, you want samples of what he got so you can compare it to what you found in the White House. And until you do that, you can't eliminate him as the guy who put the drugs in the White House. Unless you just want to do it because we're a corrupt government, a corrupt country, and we just let him go. It's a pretty good test of just how bad things are in the United States right now. And do we have any kind of law enforcement left that uh, covers us fully and protects us? Because if we, if we are hobbled from doing an investigation uh, for the security of the White House because of our corrupt administration, then um, I don't know what kind of government we are. Uh, we're certainly not one that can protect its own people. Now, let's go to um, let's go to Bob in New Jersey,
5: Mr. Mayor, It's a real honor to talk to you. Just a quick comment. I was listening to the guy who said half of the American people. Or I, I forgot exactly how he said it, but you know, so many people are listening to the local news, which is planted, to CNN, which is planted, which to MSNBC. I've spoken to people and asked them about news stories, and they had no clue that I know. things were going on. So if they're not getting the full scope, how are, how are the American people going to be actually able to make a, a, an
0: informed decision?
1: Well, that is the result of the censorship that has built up over the last four or five years. I guess its greatest manifestation was in the uh, suppression of the hard drive and the suppression of the New York Post but uh that was a a dramatic manifestation of it it happens every day i mean every day i'm i'm um i'm i, I devote myself to trying to give you stories you're not getting elsewhere uh and, and sometimes <laughs> i go back and check when i can to see oh is it covered in the in the in the not the post but in the uh in the times or the uh, washington post or is it on uh, CNN, MSM? And very often it's not. I mean, they're, they're, they they got a very different version, for example, the rest of America, of Mr. Ray's testimony yesterday. Uh, all they probably heard were a couple of the suck-up remarks of the crooked uh, Democrats who were on that committee. And they, they had some really crooked guys on that committee. Shifty Schiff. I mean, if she, Shifty Schiff may be the biggest liar in America. And uh, the other guy who was with the Chinese spy, you know, when he got away with, and he got away with it. Uh, th- th- these people are like criminals. They actually spent three or four years trying to frame a president. Now, that's not an exaggeration. I mean, they knew that the Hillary information was false, that it was the basis of the. Russian collusion investigation, and they pursued it to the point of impeachment knowing it was false and paid for by Hillary. That's trying to frame an innocent man. That's trying to remove a lawfully elected president based on false and fraudulent information. These are the people who were doing the questioning yesterday. Now, half of America doesn't get that. They won't get that information. So that's why we need WABC. That's why you need me. And you need Greg Kelly. And you need uh, the people who are bring it, bringing you this. I mean, we're like um, renegades or I don't know what the heck you would call it. I, the way I conceive of it is there's a big wall of censorship. And all the information they don't want you to get is kept behind that wall. To try to make Biden look good and to try to make Trump look like he's the worst human being that ever lived. And then every other Republican. I mean, they're already starting on DeSantis, right? Uh, I believe it's my job and about 50 other people that do this to get you the information you don't otherwise get. And we get we get to 50 or 60 or 65 percent of the people. But it is frustrating we don't get to all of them. And uh, and it is frustrating that we have to do that because it tells me that the promise of free speech is not fulfilled in America, that we're not the America that I was born into. Uh, but I want it to be the America that I leave behind to my children, which is why I'm doing this. Uh, let's go. Let's go to Jimmy in Brooklyn. Hello,
5: Mr. Mayor. Uh, A very, very important communist defector, years ago defected, and he wrote an excellent book explaining the importance of the communist and Soviet media. The book is called The Techniques of Communism. So if people read the communist media, they'd have a better understanding of what's going on. If you stub your toe running for the phone ringing, if you slip on ice, those are all natural occurrences, those are accidents. But when we start being collapsed at every level, and the communists right that they're going to uh, decline us uh, economic, political, cultural, and social, and then years later that's happening, these are not accidents. We yeah. are under serious attack. I made a speech a week ago yeah. in Queens uh, for the Chinese human rights uh, group, and the Chinese people didn't know how China became communist. China became communist yep. because of Soviet agents guiding policy in America under President Roosevelt, and of course American communists in the administration. So this is the type of thing people have to know. Now I have a speech coming up Saturday. I can't give it over the air, but I'd like to give it to uh, the address and everything to your screener. Please. It's this Saturday morning in New Jersey.
1: Well, get me the information, okay? You, okay. you stay on. You stay on, and we'll get it from you, okay? And we're right, going to have to take a. Short break, and we'll be right back.
3: The mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani.
1: This is Rudy Giuliani back again for both Snurdly. and uh, soon we'll be uh, merging into uh, the uh, and Cosby Show, which will be on at four thirty this uh, this day with a little extra with a little extra time. Um, let's go to. Let's go to David uh, uh, from Brooklyn. David, all right. Then we'll try Frank in New
4: Jersey.
0: Yeah, how you doing, uh, Mayor? How are you, okay, Frank? What a great, good, good. What a great amount of respect I have for you as a prosecutor and a mayor. I'm in law enforcement, and. The fact that they claim that they, they've closed this out, to me, is ridiculous. If what they're saying is they can't get fingerprints or DNA, then it's an easy solve. I'll look on the camera for someone who's wearing a hairnet, <laughs> a gown, and latex gloves, because that is the only way that what they're claiming is even possible. It's, you know, and this is the most sensitive security area on the planet. It's by the situation room. They're claiming now there's 600 people that have unlimited, unsupervised access to that area? I mean, I think there's some serious questions, Congress. That is, yeah, evidence.
1: that's the situation, that's right outside the situation room. I know exactly where it is, and it, uh, when I knew it, which is only a few years ago when Trump was there, that is not an area you get to see very often, and uh, there's no reason for um, for guests to be down there. I mean, the the situation room is the place where the president goes and decides whether we're going to go to nuclear war. Uh, In fact, I think uh, it's probably unseemly to make a joke about it, but it is a little strange. They got coke right outside it with all the pressure that goes on in that room. And I but look, I uh, you can't do this investigation without uh, investigating Hunter. I mean, he's got to be a suspect. And not only that, you got to get a profile on how, how many drug users do you have in the White House? I mean, how many on his staff are, are rather regular users of cocaine? Now, we want to know that because that'll tell us, you know, how big a problem is it in investigating? Is it a large number of people that could do it, a small number of people? Uh, what, I mean, you, you, can, you could do this. If this cocaine was purchased in the streets of Washington, you can do an analysis of this cocaine and uh, go to DEA, and they probably have a pretty good profile of who sold it. I mean, there are thousands of things you can do. I used to run the n- narcotics division in the U.S. attorney's office. I'll do it for them. I mean, this is, uh, and, and you, don't get, you don't get this done in three or four weeks. And you don't, you don't come away without a suspect. They didn't do a damn thing. That's really the truth. And if they didn't, and a real key to this, will give you uh, an answer to their good faith, I'm telling you, is did they do a real rundown on Hunter? If there's drugs found in the White House, you want to know if at least going in, the biggest drug dealer, biggest drug user we know in the White House is the guy active right now buying drugs. And if he is, he's got to be right on top of the list. And if he isn't, you have to exclude him. I'm going to I'm going to bet they didn't do a damn thing looking at them. Not a damn thing. Because they're crooked. They're crooked. They're dishonest. They're an embarrassment to the country. Mm, mm, mm. Let's go to John in the Bronx.
0: Uh yeah, good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. Uh, Just regarding – it's going to sound like overly broad, uh, maybe too much of a generalization, but I really – it's my way of getting at the truth in a short period of time. I want the audience to understand that the FBI has essentially been a political police force since its inception. Um, You know, because pretty much, I mean, much of what's going on right now, I can't stress enough, that's directed against people who happen to be of the right wing persuasion politically, people who are Trump supporters, people who are opposed to things like CRT and other brainwashing of our children in universities and and, uh, public schools funded by your taxes. Now they're being targeted by people like Mary Garland, that they're domestic terrorists. If you think homosexuals shouldn't be teaching eight year olds how to be drag queens and transgender, you're a domestic terrorist. Now. But hold on! You have to remember that back in as recently as the 1960s and 70s during the civil rights era, much of that uh, machinery of the FBI—that political persecution—and there's no other word to, to describe it—right? Uh, illegal surveillance and harassment of people on a political basis for their political beliefs, not for forensic reasons. That's been going on at least since the 1960s during COINTELPRO, when people like Martin Luther King and other civil rights activists were placed under illegal surveillance and subjected to nonstop. Harassment. You know, I'll tell you, though, you're absolutely right.
1: And it's a very excellent analysis. And, 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 and the political positioning has changed. But back when they did that, it was basically that was confined to the intelligence division of the FBI, and it was done to harass these people, not to criminally prosecute them. So they did. I mean, it's public knowledge, and that they they uh, basically illegally tapped and surveilled Martin Luther King Jr. But they never prosecuted him. They never tried to make a phony case on him or. They harassed the hell out of him. And in fact, if, if the biography, I think this is a proven fact, at one point they took a lot of the crap that they had and sent it to his wife uh, in order to uh, just embarrass him and limit him. And, uh, and what they've done now is they've turned it really into a, into a full-fledged state police where they have uh, weaponized The criminal justice or the criminal aspect of the FBI. Uh, Hoover used to collect information all the time, and he used to use it to shake people down, like Hunter did. Well, we'll be back uh, tomorrow uh, at 3 o'clock. We'll have an hour and a half again tomorrow. And now I see him right outside. Uh, Katz is out there. I see Judge Weinberg. Oh, they're getting ready for their big discussion. I'm sure Reader will be here in a minute. You come back, and you're going to be treated to Catch and Cosby.